0: Hello hello Tackies and welcome back to another episode of Tackless Radio. And we're going to be talking about some trauma today. We're going to be talking about some family secrets. We're going to talk yes, about we some we are going to be talking about some cultural dynamics today because I got my BFF from another mother, Jackie. Hello Jackie. Hello, hello. how are you?
1: I am doing well.
0: And please correct me if, if I am not using your title correctly, but Jackie, mm. my lovely friend here, is the founder and creator of Wine and Cheese May. Yes, that is correct. Yes. And she has been creating uncomfortable situations for the last 2 years. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I've been doing.
0: It's kind of that's kind of what you've been doing, but I also have been holding space for uncomfortable conversation. So we figured that we would do a wine and cheese meet and a Tackless Radio mashup where we're going to be talking about some of the most uncomfortable things today, which is going to be family, <gasps> generational cultural trauma and how we can use communication to start to uncover a lot of what has been dug very deep down and using some of these communication styles and some of these tactics to really begin to heal, not just us, but the loved ones around us. So I'm super excited to have you, Jackie, because this is going to be a fun one because who better else than to have my Gemini sister on here to talk about ways of communication.
1: Yes, man. That is what we are known for. So I am about it. I, like I said, I am not afraid to have a conversation about anything. So who perfect than mm-hmm. to start bringing up the topics that we need to have a conversation about. And when I say need, I mean need to have a conversation.
0: Most definitely. So Jackie, go ahead and give us a little breakdown of what Wine and Cheese May is. Why did you start it? Who is it for? And what have you been up
1: to? So Wine and Cheese Met is a platform that I created for the black and brown women in our community to be able to come and express themselves, have a conversation and you know just be open with other women. You know, we we have different, different backgrounds that come in, different ages, so it also gives us a an insight as to what we want to have a conversation about, you know, cuz we're not always comfortable on having a conversation, so it bring it makes that safe environment for, for women to be able to say, "Hey, you know what? I want to talk about this. I feel like we need to have a conversation about it." And you know, just other women are open to it, so it's been great. I mean, we've we've talked about so much generational curses, dysfunctional behaviors, um, you know, communication skills, what it's like to even have a conversation with somebody, and it's been great. I've seen growth in a lot of people that come. Uh, we kind of had a setback because of the pandemic, but it's right, right. right now we're at a point where we're coming back. I'm looking for places where we can have a, a meetup, you know, instead of, you know, not everyone always wants to go to a coffee shop. So to kind of find an, a space where we can have those real conversations and not feel uncomfortable, you know, maybe other people hearing us. So yeah, that's what I do. I, I try my best to create a space where everyone can come and feel comfortable to be like, hey. This is what I want to have a conversation about or or even just to be open about some of the topics that that I do bring to the table.
0: I want to just kind of put a pin in one particular thing that you said about creating spaces where we're not looked at crazy. If we were to have these conversations outside and out loud, because there's so many times that I know that if I'm having a very personal conversation about a real experience, Mm -hmm. out loud, people are going to look at me like I'm crazy. But my experience is so different from someone who does not look like me. And because of that, Mm. if someone hears me share my experience, they completely feel uncomfortable. And the first thing we do as humans, when something makes us uncomfortable, we shut down. Automatically, we shut down. We don't want to open up. We don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to hear a different perspective, especially if that perspective Mm -hmm. shared puts us in the light of being the abuser or the colonizer, or to your point, the conquistador, putting someone else in a position of having to take (laughs) accountability for how someone else feels, people feel uncomfortable. And the moment they feel uncomfortable, they shut down and they don't even want to continue having that conversation because it's so uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. So that's so
0: important about creating spaces for the Mm -hmm. uncomfortable conversations for people who normally can't have
1: those conversations out loud. Yeah. And you and when you have that space, you see other people uncomfortable. And then it, it opens up your eyes to be like, hey, you know what? I'm not yeah. the only person that feels this way. So I can be okay with this feeling knowing that someone else is is feeling this as well. You know, it creates... It, if you see somebody else feel True. it, you're, you're more than willing to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should feel this too. You know, what is it going to be like for me to feel it?
0: Agreed. It takes that one person to say, you know what? I want to... Speak my truth. I want to be the first one. And and many times it's black and brown women who are the first ones to say like, "Uh, something's not right here. Question, Jackie, when you hear the phrase, what happens in this house stays in this house. What
1: does that mean to you? I cringe first off. That's what I do. Because it's been, it's man, because it's been a phrase that we've been using for so long that only does damage to us now. Um, hearing that phrase means that, you know, what, what happens in our house, you never tell anybody at, at whatever cost. You know, even if it means that you need help, you need guidance, or you mm. need a, an advocate for, for you, And you know, aside from your parents, because that's another thing that it means. You know, it means that your, your parents are never wrong. And yeah. uh, come on, man, we're at that point where we were kids, we are adults now, we understand our parents a little differently, and now we're having kids, and we need to, to be the parents that are going to be able to change that, to be able to, to change, you know, lo que pasa en casa yeah. queda en casa. No, man, we, we need help, you know, we, we aren't always going to be able to figure things out just within our families, especially, you know, not having the skills on how to communicate, you know if if we're if it's a family where you know all you do is yell 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 you know no one's ever going to be able to yeah. break that that generational curse that's a curse to to be able to be like hey we got to have a conversation about certain things and it not you, we can't yell at each other type of thing and there's so many you know and all of that stuff you know what lo que lo que pasa en casa queda en casa all that stuff just leads to how are we thinking how are the men and women thinking You know, it leads to possibly a lot of the reason why in my community, in the Latino community, we there's a lot of drinking problems, you know, and and I'll be Mm. the first one to say it. It's because we're suppressing everything that we've been through because lo que pasa, lo que pasa en casa, se queda en casa. No, man, we got to be able to talk about that stuff. You know, we got to be able to talk about that stuff with our friends, with our cousins, with our aunts, with our uncles, because we're teachers and we're students, and if we don't mm. if we don't play both parts, we're we're gonna always have that. Everything's gonna always stay stay in the house, and we're not we're not gonna excel. That and, is so true. And I don't know how that is, you know, with 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 the black community. If maybe you know, you guys do have conversations. Maybe you guys are, you know. Oh girl, no, we do not. Other, no, oh, <laughs> all right. there is a
0: level of unfortunately there is a level of suppressing that happens in the black community as well and and i i feel like this is very similarly to the latin to the latino community is that Mm -hmm. when you come to this country or when you are brutalized by this country all you have is family and you know that you might not necessarily be able to lean on the people in your community or lean on the people at work or even just lean on mm-hmm. the people in the medical district cops are supposed to be there but they're supposed to protect and serve they never protect and serve our fucking communities so And sooner... they're the ones taking us <laughs> <laughs> We are we learn at a very young age that we are all we got and because we learn at a very young age that we are all we got it is a sinister thing at times to allow when family is also abusive, when family is also detrimental, when family is also got the creepy uncle that y'all keep inviting over to the picnic and y'all know damn well you shouldn't. If you got to watch out for your jewelry and you got to watch out for the kids, for the uncle and auntie to come over, then maybe we shouldn't be inviting them no more. But in the black community, it's it's family. I don't care if that's your mother. I don't care if that's your father. You still treat them with respect. You still show up for Mm -hmm. them. You still give and give and give, even though they give nothing to you. They're narcissistic. They gaslight you. They tell you to Mm -hmm. shut up. They tell you to abide by authority. And they are the wisdom in our community. But to your point, sometimes they don't know everything. And they're the ones that are distributing the generational Mm -hmm. curses that our Mm -hmm. generation right now is trying to break. And unfortunately, Absolutely. some of those breaks come from breaks in communication. You got to cut some of these family members off if we're going uh, if we're going to help yes. these generational curses.
1: Because then we're too because then we're too busy trying to cover up for them to even mm-hmm. be able to start something new. You can't mm-hmm. look. You can't keep trying to hide something because it is well said in all communities. I don't care where you come from. You know it. What lies in the dark. <laughs> welcome to light. And you're so busy trying to cover up all this darkness, not being able to see that you're the light. You, you are the person with the answers if you just sit down and, and have that uncomfortable conversation. So what? All right. So what? We're going to talk about, uh, you know, that uncle that don't nobody want around and we all know why nobody wants him around. All right, let's have that conversation on why we don't want him around so we we don't got to keep feeling bad that no one wants to, you know, include him to the, the family cookout. Nobody wants to invite him to the carne asada. So let's have that conversation. You know, let's let's say, hey, this is not okay. This is why it's not okay. Let's find a solution. It can it can be solved easily, honestly we well, just a conversation.
0: And what's so crazy is because in the black and brown communities, we suppress it so well, it comes to light normally at a funeral, at somebody wedding, at somebody King theater, at somebody baby shower, people popping off at that point. Because we like to try and suppress it, but it always comes to light sooner or later. And instead of us trying to suppress it, we just need to have a healthy conversation so that it can come to light. And then...
1: You keep that and you take it on to your kids. Then you don't know how to teach your kids how to communicate. You don't know, you don't know how to how to show your kids to say, "Hey, you know what? This is what I'm feeling." And we just keep passing that on and passing that on and it's just one scene after another at everyone's funeral or yeah. at every quinceanera or at every party or at every baby shower because of whatever the situation may be. Or at graduations, a girl at Christmas, okay? On Jesus' birthday.
0: That is true. That is true. We acting a fool at Thanksgiving. Why? Because we why? keep trying to suppress these things that need to clearly come up. <laughs> right. On why? the one day we all get together. So Jackie, why do you feel, in your opinion, it is so difficult for the Latino, for the Latino community? to openly talk about generational curses, trauma, abuse? What are some of the things that kind of holds the community back from openly speaking about these things, in your opinion?
1: You know what? It's pride. That's the number one thing. And it's not, it's not that good pride, you know, pride. That, that sometimes we do have as Latinos. It's, it's that pride as like, you know, we, we come here and we're already, you know, treated and spoken to horribly like we we're we're treated as if as if we're yeah. nothing. So the only thing we have left is to control ourselves, is to control how we present ourselves, the way we carry ourselves, so we walk around with this I'm strong, you know, I'm invincible type of thing and and yeah, we are. We are man, the Latino community from everywhere, all my Latinos, shout out to y'all because we are we are a strong community. Yes we are. But we don't got to be strong carrying on all this extra weight, you know, we can be strong and be light. So, you know, so we can move faster, think quicker. And so, so it's the pride. We got to set aside the pride and thinking of like, Oh, like it's too emotional to talk about that stuff. Or, you know, I'm not going to talk about, you know, my feelings, or I'm not going to talk about what's going on. Why are we going to do that? It's just going to keep creating chaos. It's not going to create chaos. If we're able to have a conversation and we're able to come to a solution to the problem. You know, we that's possible. And if we can't come to a solution, hey, shit. at least we talked about it and people are aware of what's going on. Give people the opportunity to at least be aware of what's going on. You know, like we like we touched, We touched yeah. on earlier. If you're if that uncle is coming around and that uncle shouldn't be around, give all the cousins a heads up. What what's so wrong with watching out with your fan watching out for your family you know you guys are watching out for the uncle let's watch out for the cousins yeah oh yeah and we can't mm-hmm. we can't so at least in the Latino community I definitely know that it's pride you know and it's it's not like I said it's not a good pride you know so I I try with wine and cheesement to help the Latino community set aside that pride for a moment and just be able to to interact with other human beings, you know, to be able to, to have a conversation with somebody and say, this is what it's like to have a conversation. I can take this back and I can take this to my, my family. I can take this to my friends and I can take this to the people that I work with, you know, which is who we come in contact with every day. So it's, it, for me, if there's anything that I can say to the Latino community is, yo, set the pride aside for a little bit and let's let's talk about it. You know, it's so it's OK to talk where we we were given a voice to be able to do that. So let's let's use it. You know, let's let's use it so that we can better our community so that we can excel. And and we can start we can start doing a lot of what these other folks are doing out here. You know, I want to I want to live nice. Exactly. You know, I want to be able to help my community and, you know, for us to grow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to live good, too. And we got to do that by being by. By having right. conversations, by, by fixing what, what needs to be fixed.
0: For the Black community, we feel like struggle is our birthright. We feel as mm. if you did not get it out the mud, it's not worth it. Or you didn't work hard, or you don't deserve it. And a lot of times, what I have seen... In some Black Mm -hmm. families, in some Black dynamics, is that the family members or the parents themselves will be proactively difficult in their child's life for the simple fact that they don't want them to have anything easy. We can't parent easy. We can't teach easy. We have to be twice as good and understand and expect half as much. So you learn how to just basically be a fucking phenom and an absolute threat and be able to just like throw all the daggers off and build up this tough skin. You learn it in the home because like I've learned, I learned this as a young black woman. It's like, I had to know before I walked out into the world how they were going to treat me. And and you sometimes in some families, you get the experience of how they're going to treat you in the house. They're going to call you this. They're going to look at you like this. They're going to say these type of things. And it is so detrimental to you when you become an adult. Girl, some, some girls' first bully is their mama. Some girls' first bullies are their
1: mother. <laughs> some of your first bull all that other stuff, just to get to school. you know, And, and it's, suppo- it's supposed to make us feel bad. And it's like, why are you trying to make your kid feel bad about what you had to go through when a parent is supposed to give their child something better? How, how am I going to do better? How am I going to be better if you don't show me better? We can't we can't keep trying to make our kids feel bad about what we did and didn't have. Like, we don't do that. The story, like, within the Latino family is that I had to walk 12 blocks through snow and hail and take two goats and down the road with a goat. And so it's a big thing of you got it. I'm going to make you feel bad about what I had to go through in order for you to be grateful for what it is that i'm giving you and we can't do that like we're supposed to we have kids in order to do better and to give them better and we're not doing that by by telling them what we went through
0: forcing them to go through the same trauma is as if that's going to make Mm -hmm. them any better as if the children can't learn a valuable lesson Just from you teaching it to them. Why must they go through a traumatic experience for you to feel like they actually will learn some particular type of lesson? And Mm -hmm. that just breeds so much resentment either from the parent or the child because the child then resents the parent for like putting them through unnecessary trauma or the child excels and now the child's doing better than the parent and the parent resents the child for exceeding. And it's like, when can we actually just... Be in
1: like lead in love because there's so much of that dynamic there. And that's, and that's the number one thing, love, lead in love.
0: And what we have found is that the baby boomers and Gen X are just not as open to these conversations and change for us to really get to a place where we can lead in love.
1: And you know what? And it has a lot to do with that generation doesn't know how to our our generation we're a little bit more open you know with, with saying what comes straight to our mind but we also have to to think back to like what our parents were dealing with you know when they yeah. were growing up what they were shown when they were growing up and and why they were taught not to to say anything why they were taught to keep mm-hmm. to keep th- their mouths shut and now Girl, no, we fucking protest and all kinds of shit for whatever we need to. (laughs) We're out here marching the streets and and shutting shit down, which I think is beautiful. If they're not treating us right, shut this shit down. Yeah. Right. Hey, Clock out. (laughs) Clock out. Girl, march, all that stuff until, yeah, until our people start getting treated better. Yes, we're going to make noise about that because we're not just going to keep going around and accepting that when this is the outcome, the outcome is we're not, you know, our parents can't even have a conversation with us because of, because of what they've been taught. So it's not necessarily also because we don't want to, it's because we don't know how to, and Mm -hmm. we won't know how to have a conversation or how to share those feelings until we just try. We got to try what we need to focus on within, within our community. And that's having a conversation, being more open about things that are going on that have happened in the past, that if we clear it up in the past, it's going to help clear up some of the things in the future for us. You know, we, we do kind of sometimes got to go back and, and talk about what happened in the past in order to better understand the future that we're going to get and how we can improve that future for ourselves
0: what would you say could be some first steps that people can take to have those very uncomfortable conversations with their family members? Like what is the first thing they can do to kind of just prepare them themselves for that?
1: It's honestly just be open to listen. If you're going to be the one who's going to spark that conversation, be prepared to be the person to listen because you don't know what you're going to come in contact with if you do start asking questions. You know, you could probably have that aunt, uncle, mom, whatever it is, that's going to just lay it out all on you, you know? And then, or you're going to have, you know, that person that's just not going to say anything. But if you don't overpower the conversation, you're letting that other person know, hey, I'm willing to listen to what you got to say because what I'm asking you is important. And what you're gonna say back to me is also important. So listen, be 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 willing to listen, be ready to listen. And that's that's the biggest part about, you know, just just be like, hey, you good? You know, is there anything you want to talk about? Is there anything that's been way, you know, weighing heavy on you or something, or also something that you're excited to have a conversation about? You know, you can create a a, a comfortable space for somebody when you talk about the good things as well you know have that first conversation be hey what's what's something good that's happening in your life and then you know be like hey well what's something else that's going on that's hard in your life right now you know how can how can i help with that too you know i'm not just going to be around for all the good stuff even just asking somebody hey what made you smile today and then you make that person feel comfortable to be like hey this person not only cares about what made me smile you know maybe i can share with them how i am really feeling you know, cause that was something that made me start wine and cheese, man, was that I was, I was going through some things, man, just, you know, emotionally, mentally, you know, and I didn't, I was like, I can't even have a conversation with my friends because I don't know how to bring that up. Yeah. How do, how do I have a conversation with somebody about, you know, what I'm going through when I don't even know how to, how to explain what I'm going through or even to be like, Hey, are you comfortable with talking about that? And that's another thing, asking somebody, Hey, are you comfortable about uh, talking about this topic? If you are cool, let's talk about it. If not, why aren't you comfortable talking about it? Let's get, let's get to the root, you know? And that's, that's a lot of what we do at, at Wine and Cheezman. What I try to do is get to the root of the problem. You know, we're not, we're not going to find a solution if we don't go back to what, what started that. And if we got to, we got to be able to do that by having those conversations. What, what, I mean, we're made, we were made because of feelings. Some feeling had to have been felt in order for you to come here. So you're going to be filled with these emotions, these feelings. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we have to be able to express those. Men and women, men, please, it is okay to feel anything else aside from anger. Things aren't always good we get that because in a woman's world, guess what? Things aren't always good. We got to stop trying to, how can I say, I don't want to say overstep one another, but we're so afraid of letting a man or a woman know that we go through other emotions aside from being happy. Like it's a facade or it's like an an appearance. We got to, we got to keep up with you know like i'm not i'm not allowed to feel anything you know i can't express when i'm feeling anything else but happiness like no we we as humans should be able to understand we feel other emotions the same way we're not the same way i'm not always good i i know that other people you know aren't always good but i also know that i'm the type of person that Doesn't always feel comfortable expressing that right away. So as much as I need time, so do other people.
0: And last question, Jackie, what can people start to do to become brave about stepping into having these uncomfortable conversations? So earlier we gave them some ways to start those conversations, ways that they can kind of kick them off or just conversation topics. Talk about things that make you feel great. Ask the other person what has made their day to day. But those conversations with ones who've hurt us are really, really scary to start. Do you have any ways that people can feel brave or just keep their anxiety at bay when entering into those conversations?
1: Feel, feel brave by, by being the first person to want to have that conversation. You know, feel, feel brave by knowing that you're the one who's going to want, who's trying to, who's making a change to, to better yourself, to better the people around you, you know, feel, feel brave. I know it's hard to start something and not, and be, and not be able to see the, the ending of it, but know that something out of just having that uncomfortable conversation, something beautiful is going to come for that, from that. So, so be, feel brave by being the first person to have that conversation with whoever it needs to, to happen with, but also to help your, yourself feel brave in internally, just remind yourself that we're, we're all just human. We all experience some of the same things and how. How other people have to be brave you know how everyone we all have to be brave every day so just take a a joy into what i do i take i take a a a big joy and it, it makes me really happy to know that i am doing something for our community it's not for anything else but the people within our community for the black and brown women And and eventually for the black, black and brown men in our community, too, we we need to help one another out. So just feel brave in knowing that you're you're making a change. You're you're allowing your community and helping your community excel to to what it needs to be, what we need to be and what we need to be is being able to have that conversation with one another.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Jax. So let everybody know where they can find you on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, where they can find Wine and Cheese May and what the next event is. Go ahead, girl. Give yourself a little promo.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you. So you can find me on Instagram. Instagram is going to be underscore Wine and Cheese May. Um, you can also find my personal page at Jax underscore Salgado. You can see all the posts that we have the upcoming uh, meetups that we're going to have. We're, I'm looking to have a meetup in August, so that's going to kick off our first meetup for this year. So look out for that on the post. You can also follow me on my page, which is Jax underscore Salgado. What you see on Wine and Cheeseman is what you get on my page. I am going to keep it 100 with you, whether you're with you're following Wine and Cheeseman or you're following me. So you can also reach out to me. I know sometimes it's, a little, it's uncomfortable to talk about these things. If you need to reach out to me by email because it's something that you want to talk about and it'd be a, a topic for a next meetup, you can reach out to me at wineandchisme at gmail.com. And you can also send me a, a message through Instagram. Please feel free to reach out in a message through Instagram, you know, if it, whatever it may be. I am about the community, so I'm going to try to do whatever we can together. We got to do this together, guys always remember together, together. So thank you so much, B. Thank you so much for, you know, even being willing to have this conversation. Thank you for being a part of that change. I appreciate it so much. Oh, boo. I appreciate you keeping it 100 (laughs) always,
0: every single time, because that's the only way that we're going to be able to change. And I hope that our conversation can really be a catalyst for other people to have those difficult conversations and change amongst mm-hmm. their families. Because all, all we trying to do is just break these generational curses.
1: That's it. So we can go ahead and get into heaven, y'all. Yes. We're just, all, look, we're just all trying to make it to the same place. So let's just make it a good one here, so that we can yes. reap those benefits when we make it up to heaven yes
0: <laughs> thank you thank you thank you so much jackie for coming thank i you,
1: absolutely I adore you i adore you man <laughs> thank you so much thank you